All right, so welcome everyone. Today is July the 13th, 2022. This is our whole life healing call where we will address um, a topic of all lies matter or deep water, um, depending on what the doctors want to address that day. My name is Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them and then offering a chance for you to get custom codes or custom trilogies after the two docs um, do their thing today. So um, again, welcome everyone. I don't see Alex is here just yet, but let me read this disclaimer. We'll give him a few more seconds. Um, before uh, we hear from the doctors, this presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, myself, or maybe even you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. All right. All Alex? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good to see Dave. All right, um, welcome everyone. Before we start, just really quick, I'm Alex Lloyd, which is uh, uh, probably no big deal to any of you, but this is Dr. David Peck, a double board certified surgeon at Columbia Presbyterian, over 20 years a professor at Columbia, um, at the very top of the medical doctor ladder. And he's here because he believes in what we're doing and has said he believes that everyone should leave every doctor's appointment with a prescription for what we're doing here. And, um, and uh, Dave, I, I just, that means so much to me. Thank you. So um, anyway, thank you for being here. The reason we're doing this is we're trying to help a million to a billion people in the next year have their emotional well-being increase by 100% or more. Um, and we can do that. That's what we do with people when they come to us. Uh, the difference is we're doing it in this uh, situation for free. And we're gonna give you everything you need for free. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna be here. We're, gonna, we're not asking you to follow us. We're asking you to join hands with us. If you don't need more emotional well-being, I don't know many people on the planet who don't need at least more, but if that is you and you're that one in a million that doesn't need any more emotional well-being, my guess is you probably know 10 people that do. And, and so spread the word, spread the word. Everything is free. Uh, there's no gotcha. Uh, we believe in the next year, doing this once a week, we're probably going to go through most of the issues anyone could ever have in their life. And Alex, oh, yeah, go ahead. Dave. Before you go on, can I make that make yeah. my statement again that I've done in the past, actually, because I think it's important, you yeah. know, from a, the financial thing is that, you know, what Dr. Lloyd is saying is absolutely right. What we're doing here, you can use, you take and you use and you will never have to spend a penny. And, and we believe that this is actually the most valuable part of everything that Dr. Alex does actually, because he does a lot of different things. But, but this self-help tool 
is something that you can use. I use this. I read the book and I was doing the healing code. I had my epiphany, you know, the, you know, the release from prison, everything. Three days just using the general code. I didn't need to get anything. But now that being said, he also has a store with products, you know, related to healing and such. And yes, I mean, I have to say this from the bottom of my heart. I want everyone that does this and gets any benefit from doing the healing code to go and support his store however you would can. You know, it's not saying you must, but my hope is you want to support him and everything that he's doing as much as possible. But realize that what you're getting here is the most valuable thing. And you take this and you, you know, you could use it every day for the rest of your life, just like I'm doing, actually. So I'm sorry, Alex. Just no, ahead, no. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. And the uh, the issue we're going to talk about today, I don't think I ever would have thought of. Uh, David came up with this. So I'm going to introduce it and then pass it off to David. But it's, it's the issue of provocation. And I looked up the uh, dictionary definition for that, um, which I'm about to read. Serving or tending to provoke excite or stimulate and they and, and the example a provocative question so that's the example but the definition is serving or tending to provoke excite or stimulate okay so this one is confession time for me david um <laughs> my mother my mother was one of the most wonderful women i've ever known in my life and uh so many of our friends and people at church and stuff who knew her felt the same way. But she had this thing. Uh, I, I don't even know what to call it, but she had this thing. And the way we would joke about it in the family is we would say this. And, and, and I know that one of the other three of us in our family had to say this at, at least 500 times. Uh, over the years growing up. So it was multiple times every year, every month, and often every week, not always every week. But here, here's what we would say about my mom. If there's not an emergency for a certain period of time, mom will create an emergency. She will come up with something. Uh, she loved drama, okay? Uh, she was great at fixing it. She was, she was wonderful at fixing problems. And I think she saw that as part of her identity. So what better if you're, if you're great at fixing problems is having more problems to fix. And that's what she would do. And so if there wasn't a problem, she would create a problem and all of us would be oh my goodness mom what's a, this is not that big a deal why are you making such a big deal about this and she didn't even know she was doing it and then years into my marriage with hope dave hope started saying to me and she said this probably to me a hundred times alex you start discussing something and then you push and push and push and push. 
And she said, I don't know if you are trying to solve it. I'm not sure if you're trying, if you just want to <laughs> dig deep because you love to talk about deep stuff. Um, she said, I don't know if you know you're doing it. I don't know if, uh, if you just love kind of argumentative reasoning and logic conversations. She said, I'm not sure all the reasons, but you got to quit pushing, 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 at least with me all the time. Okay. Because she said, it's, 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 it's getting to me. Okay. I'm not built for that. All right. So what I, what I realized from that day is I was provocating people. I was provoking people and didn't even know it. And, and, it, and it probably came from my mom, but that's not, I mean, I should have realized that way before I did and did something about it to, to quit pushing because in my mind, it wasn't pushing. I didn't see it as pushing. I saw it like she was saying, as trying to solve a problem, to go deeper. I'm missing the small talk gene. Most of you probably have that. I wish I did. It has caused me so much pain in my life. I do not have the small talk gene. I almost can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, if I'm, if we're sitting there talking for more than five or ten minutes, I've got to go to something deeper uh, that that means something, at least in my opinion. So it, it's probably all of that combined. But Dave, without even knowing it, when you identified this issue, this is one of the biggest issues of my life and my entire family's life. And, and I, am, I am example number one that you can have a problem with this and not even know you have the problem, but you're making it painful and harder for the people around you. So I'm going to end there, Dave, and pass it to you yeah. for, for what you were thinking when you yeah. came up with that. Absolutely. And, you know, thank you, Alex. And thank you again. Just I love these sessions because I get to pick alex's brain you know he's a master psychologist he you know and it's anyway so i get to think these all these things worked out for myself but so my story is basically you know anna my deceased wife she she used to say i used to pick a fight with her you know i would be in that mood and i would be you know asking a simple question like why did you do this right and basically yeah. I would be, I'd be pulling her into an argument. And then, you know, and, and because I, I thought about this and what was my reasoning? What was my motivation be, behind provoking her into an argument? Well, I think a lot of it is basically this uh, Peck's character that I have talked about before, you know, a Mr. Know-it-all kind of thing. So I, then I would go on to prove how right I was, and, you know, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I've done this with, you know, many people, that kind of thing. So, so that, that's what, and, and, and what I'm, what I was wondering is, um, you know, um, so um, the, 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 the motivation behind, I mean, it, it is a form of, and correct me if I'm wrong now, it, it's a form of aggression. Yeah. Like a, it's an aggressive act. So, so somewhere in there is, is related maybe to, you know, rejection, you know, we all have our different stories of rejection, et cetera, but also possibly, and I'd like to hear your thoughts, whether it's like also maybe a self-control sort of like a manipulative type of, you know, because many different categories probably can be wrapped into one behavior basically the provoking. So um, 
I think those were the main points I had. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an expression in psychology um, that everything is overdetermined, um, meaning that very often when you ha- when you see a psychological problem, it's not just one source. There may be five sources or or a hundred sources. Okay, and I'll tell you, Dave, that when I when I would do this. For the longest time, I was not even aware I was doing it. But but when I look back at, at that and, and think, okay, but why did I do it? You're right, Dave. It was it was to get something. Yes. It was to get something, either to prove a point or to try to fix a problem or to cause hope to see something the way I was seeing it, the way, rather than the way she was seeing it. Or maybe sometimes, Dave, just to win an argument. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, as petty as that is, um, that could be part of it too. So yeah, I believe it's rejection. I believe it's manipulation. It's passive aggressive. It's self control. It's it, it's a number of those things, and it can be. It can even be different things with the same person in different provocational instances. And I think it was with me. And, and, and it wasn't just me. My, I had a brother who did that all the time. I had a father who did it quite a bit, too. So in our family, this issue was almost an everyday issue with somebody doing it. Or, and so when we work on this today with the custom process, it, um, if, you're, if you're here today or watching this by podcast, I would say it's for two things. It's for provocation that you may do, okay? And whether you realize it or not, or maybe you realize it now that we're talking about it, but it can also be for having a threshold for feeling provocation that is so low that almost anything would make you feel that way. I mean, I mean, for instance, um, David, David mentioned just like asking a question, why did you do that? And, and of course, we know that over 80% of communication is nonverbal. So a lot of that is tone of voice, body language, facial expressions, micro expressions, things like that, that, that your wife is picking up on that she doesn't even know how she's picking up on it. It's just, you know, information that we all do all the time. Okay, Um, but I would say that if you and your wife are on good or let me make it me and my wife, because because this has caused problem, big problems between me and my wife in the past. So let's say I'm I'm, uh, let's say hope. um, Let me try to think of one that would be a really low threshold thing. Ah, ah, ah. Um, Let's say. That I, I'm an ice cream guy. I love ice cream. Uh, one of my biggest challenges is to keep ice cream in balance, you know, every once in a while, but not a half gallon every day. So let's say that Hope goes to the grocery and I'd ask her to pick up some ice cream, my favorite ice cream, because we're about out of it. And she comes back and let's say it's either not the flavor I asked for or a different brand or whatever. And and I say, okay, it, 
if you're watching this, listen really close. Look at my face, look at my facial expressions, listen to my tone of voice, all of that, and see what you get. Okay, so she does that, and I come in and see that it's not the ice cream that's my favorite, and I say, um, Ho, um, is there any reason you got the ice cream I didn't want instead of the ice cream I did want? Okay, well, how'd that come across to you? My guess is negatively, okay, that, that, and, and if, and if I said that way, that to her that way, I think she would feel something negative from a little bit to a lot, depending on the person and situation, how we were already getting along, uh, a million different factors. All right, but, but what if I said it this way? So listen one more time. Oh, uh, wow, thank you so much for getting the ice cream. That is fantastic. I can't wait to enjoy this. The, did they not have the other brand? I'm guessing they probably didn't have the other brand. Now, how did that come across? Well, maybe not super positive because I am questioning something that maybe she didn't do wrong, but didn't do maybe what I had asked, okay? But it was about as positive as I could say that. So from that comment, if Hope got angry, then maybe she has too low, to low a threshold on feeling provocation when it's not intended and other people wouldn't feel it from the same thing. So when we get to the code part, Dave, I would say it's for both. It's for if you're the provocator and have a problem like that, like I did, or if you're a person that because of past pain, probably your threshold is so low, they can't hardly say anything without you feeling that. But, but it's not what they're intending. So that can get you in fights that you never should have been in. So um, that's all I wanted to add, yeah. Dave. I, I could just add to that yeah. point, that, that yeah. word intention. Yeah. Such a key. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and like we said, I think last week or the week before, it's sometimes it's very difficult to gauge a person's intention, other person's intention. But so right. anyway, thank you very much. That's very, yeah, very helpful, you know, and understanding that both there's both sides of it, you know, to, to in terms of and, yeah, one's interpretation and, of the provocation. Yeah. And, that, and Dave, one of the great things about this topic is this is this is another of what I call kind of hidden issues. I have never had a client in my life, and I have no idea how many thousands I've talked to, but I've never had a single one that came to me and said, my problem is provocation. <laughs> my problem is either provoking other people or other people. I've never had one person say that, but I guarantee you a significant percentage of all of my clients had issues with this, either on the provoking end or the being provoked end. So to me, this is a big issue and it tends to be a hidden issue. And the cool thing about hidden issues is once you do fix them, very often there's a big shift that that is a really fantastic, almost like winning the publisher's clearinghouse or something emotionally when you weren't expecting to win it. It can be surprising how much a difference it makes. So uh, 
I'm ready when you are, Dave. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. So we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, behaviors, addictions, false limiting beliefs, and any relationship issues related to the systemic issue of provocation, being pro provoking, as well as our levels of being provoked, that these issues for everyone be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay. And the first position is both hands in the temples. Second position, both left hand bridge, right hand temple. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, these are all posted. So if you're new to us, you can go back and find the custom process and our little bit of discussion about it for the issue bothering you the most, not just whatever we're dealing with today. They're all posted and will remain. Third position now, left hand bridge, right hand jaw. Okay, now the fourth position is a healing code two position, left hand brainstem, right hand below the belly button. It's a healing code two position. Brainstem, if you're not aware with healing code two is right under the hard part of your skull on the soft part right in the middle of the back of your head and neck. So go to the bottom of the hard part of the skull, right in the middle, and right under that, the soft spot, that is where your brainstem is. So just put your palm over that, and then not the other one under the belly button. Okay, back to the first position now, both hands temples. We're in cycle two now. Okay, and left hand bridge, right hand temple. systemic provocation. They 
third position, left hand bridge, right hand jaw. And now to the healing code two position again, left hand brainstem, right hand below the belly button. Healing code two position. And both hands temple, first position. Both hands temple. Okay, that's two cycles. All right, take a deep breath, please, from your stomach. And now let's go into trilogy, starting with custom acupuncture points under the nose, side of the hand, temples, collarbones, little finger, eyebrows index finger, middle of the chest, under the eyes, thumb, sore spot, under the arms, middle finger, Chin, under the nipples, and now 9G. Eyes open, closed, open, down to the left, eyes down to the right. Circle your eyes, circle them back. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right. Now let's do a uh, left hand brainstem, right hand forehead. Brainstem is basically your unconscious mind, uh, prefrontal cortex behind your forehead, basically your conscious intention and mind. So we're doing both at the same time. Do this for about 60 seconds. All right, now let's activate governing and conception vessel four times, please. Four times. This calms the central nervous system Governing and conception vessel, otherwise called yin and yang. 
And by the way, any of these you can do on their own as well. They work on their own, have been used that way for thousands of years. Okay, and now to custom healing centers, heart, please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, Please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Throat, please open and harmonize. And last one, heart again, please open and harmonize. And then both hands over the heart, slow, deep breaths, let the code process for maybe like a minute or so, and then check back in 30 minutes because it works at 100% for at least about 30 minutes. One code can work for weeks, but it works at 100% for 30 minutes. So check it again in 30 minutes. And that is it. So check your zero to 10 now, note any change. And Johanna, if we have any questions or comments, um, we'll do our best. In my case, that probably won't be good enough, but David will make up for it. <laughs> okay, so we have um, Bridget. Bridget, your line is open. You have a question? Hi, Bridget. Hello, Dr. Alex. Hello, Dr. David, uh, all the way from sunny Ireland. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, Dr. Alex, to get the full benefit of um, uh, this um, healing code, do you need to do the healing code and the trilogy as, uh, together? Or do you, can you just do one or the other? Yeah, you can do one or the other. I mean, we, they're formulated to do together, but... Right. But... Um, yes, uh, and, and this is a constant debate. I mean, we have 14 double-blind studies. We have one comparison study, the only one I know of that's ever been done on these new therapies that says this works better than the most popular counseling therapy and life coaching. And But the, the, the reason I bring that up is what we hear all the time about the healing codes is it's very calm and slow and peaceful and kind of meditative, where Trilogy is way more active. And Correct. You know, so, so to some people, Trilogy feels better. To some people, Healing Codes feel better. And, and what I would say is do what feels most comfortable to you. But at some point, at least once, try them together. Because what we find is if you do them together, it's, it's more than just one plus one equals two, that they magnify each other. And it's like one yeah. plus one equals three. So yes, you can, you can do either one on its own, but at least once, at least just to get the experience, try it with both. 
Right. Um, you're right about that. I find the healing code very relaxing. I yes. feel a peace doing it with the trilogy. I can't keep up with it. You know, it's yeah. um, uh, but well, I will yeah. definitely try it, uh, Dr. Alex. And uh, um, and thank you for that. Um, I'm sorry for bothering you. But uh, oh, my goodness, you're not bothering yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you for the call. But let, let me say one more thing. Let me say one more thing. This is something that has helped people with Trilogy more than anything else I know of. Get a inexpensive digital recorder. There's all kinds of apps you can download for free that just work fabulous at, as a stopwatch or recorder. But um, get a little recorder and record the code in real time in your voice. You know, if it's one minute, then do that for one minute and then don't do the next one until that minute's up. So that all you have to do when you're ready to do a trilogy is just push play and listen yeah. to your own voice and then do what it says. That tends yeah. to help people a lot with trilogy if you want to yes. try that. Yes, uh, yes, I did. I, I heard that before, Dr. Alex. And okay. I must do that, actually. That would be a okay. very, very good thing to do. But thank you again. I definitely will try this week to do both and see how I get on with that, you know, because I definitely have problems in that department as well. And I would be with something similar like with you and your wife, Hope. I would do that to my husband, Terence, just to rattle him, as they say here in Ireland, just to try and uh, get him get him uh, provoked and uh, no I will have to stop doing that you know but thank you very much Dr Alex for taking my question and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you Bridget it's a pleasure. Well, I just get to bed what I, some provoking yeah, is okay too though right I mean yeah. it's, it's all a matter of degrees. Yeah that's right that's right yes. Okay I'm I'm gonna have to run uh, David, I think you said you're going to hang around a while today. Yeah. Great. And so, uh, and Johanna's here to give you customs. David, Johanna, thank you so much. I love you. Love you, everyone here. And I uh, hope to see you next week. But please share this with your friends. Uh, our only reason for doing this is to help as many people as we can have healthier and happier lives. That's it. We're not going to make a penny from this. That's the only reason we're doing it. So uh, please share the word if, it, if you believe it's something worthwhile. And uh, love you guys and, and see you next week. Bye, Alex. All right.